Today on Happy Sad Confused, Jodie Comer on landing a career-making role, killing it on Killing Eve, and yet still living at home? Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. Welcome to another edition of Happy Sad Confused. Welcome to a lovely, delightful conversation with uh, an up-and-comer by the name of Jodie Comer, a.k.a. Villanelle on Killing Eve. If you've seen Killing Eve, you understand why, when given the opportunity, I jumped at the chance of talking to Jodie. This is, uh, as I said, a truly a career-making role. She is unbelievable on this show, opposite Sandra Oh. Uh, it is in its second season. It has already been renewed for a third season, and Jodie uh, just pops off the screen as this enigmatic, bizarre um, assassin. And uh, it's uh, it is it's it's the start, I think, of a of a very interesting, uh, cool career. And and it was a, a lovely opportunity to get to know Jodie at uh, this very interesting juncture for her. And as I said, as I ribbed her in the intro and as I rib her in the conversation, Jodie is still living at home. She's, I think she's about 26, so that's fine. She's still, she's still figuring it out. She's got time. She's making it work. She's happy. If she's happy, I'm happy. Um, so uh, I, I, really, I really felt like uh, I clicked with Jody immediately. I think you guys will, will get why. She has a great sense of humor and um, a good head on her shoulders and is so super talented to boot. So I think you guys will enjoy this conversation very, very much. Uh, elsewhere in the Josh Horowitz pop culture universe, well, we are on the eve of... I guess it has to be the movie event of the year. I mean, we do have we do have the rise of Skywalker in December, but until then, it's got to be all about Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame, of course, is the twenty second Marvel Cinematic Universe film. It is the culmination of Phase Three and the first three phases of the Marvel films. Don't worry, no spoilers here. But guys. I just saw it. I just saw the movie. I really can't say anything. I don't want to say anything except to say uh, this will, I think this will live up to your expectations. I mean, I, you know, I avoided spoilers. They are, they are out there. Be, be wary out there. Um, I would just recommend avoiding as much information at all costs. You've waited this long. Why ruin it now? Um, it's an emotional film. It's an epic film. And... Uh, that's kind of all I want to say. I want to talk to you guys after we all see it. So there'll, there'll be weeks and weeks of conversation about this movie because there are major events in this film. Um, but just know that it's, uh, I think it's going to live up to the hype for a lot of people. You know, I have quibbles like, like I did with Infinity War, but for the most part, I'm happy. And I think a lot of people will be. So um, look forward to that. We'll talk about that on this podcast in the weeks to come. But also... I did get a chance to talk to the Avengers uh, Endgame cast, uh, or at least much, most of them, uh, recently. And we've posted a couple fun pieces of video from that that a lot of you have probably seen by now. Some of you haven't seen. If you haven't checked them out, I highly recommend it because it really shows off their wit and charm and camaraderie. Uh, I've, I've socialized them on my um, on my. Uh, Twitter feed and my Instagram feed. But if you want to just go to MTV News's YouTube page, that's the best place to check them out. I played a, a fun game of most likely two with the cast and then a, uh, a game we called Name That Avenger in which uh, I had the, the cast um, look at extremely uh, close-up uh, images of their fellow Avengers body parts and, uh, and guests. And hilarity 
ensued, my friends. It's, it's very, very funny. They were, uh, yeah, they had a ball with it. So I highly recommend those. We're also rolling out some flashback clips. I've been talking to these guys literally from the beginning of these films. I was... I, I, I was at the Iron Man 1 junket. I interviewed um, Downey and Favreau and Gwyneth, I remember, and yes, and Terrence Howard back then. Um, and uh, so I go all the way back to the beginning of, of this, this crazy saga of Marvel films. So um, we're going to roll out some early interviews I did with um, the main players on, uh, again, MTV News' social channels. So look out for those. Um, and I guess that that's all there is to say right now. Uh, I guess I want to say I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Jodie Comer. There are no spoilers in it. We taped this a couple weeks back when she was in town. I, uh, for context, I will say the, the third season of Killing Eve had just been announced when she walked into my office, like literally that morning, like an hour or two before. So I congratulate her on that. Um, there are no spoilers for the season, really. Uh, I think we allude to some events in the first two episodes, but nothing very specific. And by now, I think... I think uh, we're onto the third episode in, in real time anyway. So no spoilers here. If you've seen the show, I think you're going to enjoy this. If you haven't seen the show, you're probably going to be delighted by Jody and want to check it out. Um, it's on BBC America. Go seek it out if you haven't yet. I binged the first season like in no time. And um, I guess enjoy this conversation with Jody. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to Happy Set Confused. Spread the good word. And here is Jody Comer. Here we go. Can you feel the magic in the air, Jody? Uh, it's it's th the tingles are there on the fingertips. I well, can feel it. I think the tingles are there because as we tape this, breaking news. Ah, dun, dun, dun. We actually just seen it in the lift on the way off here. Oh, really? Yeah, there was like a little television television screen, oh. and it was like breaking news. They broke into scene so... in the middle to say. <laughs> yeah. Forget the world falling apart. The good news is Killing Eve is coming back for it's season back, three. guys. Everyone, hold yes. on to your hats. Yeah. <laughs> Were you given the tip off before this announcement? You must um, yeah. yeah. You're a good actor. You can keep these secrets. <laughs> yeah, I was sworn, sworn to secrecy. Only like a couple of days ago, though. It was amazing. Sunday. Yeah, it's that, lovely. That makes this uh, press go around all the... All the smoother, knowing that there's an appetite yeah. and interest in more. Well, it answers the very popular question of, are we getting a series three? There you go. Now we don't have to answer that Lost anymore. That off my yeah, list. Yeah. I have nothing left. <laughs> yeah. What do you want to talk about, Jody? <laughs> um, are you sick of yourself yet? You're everywhere. You are dominating yeah. the pop culture landscape at the moment. I yeah. feel like everywhere I look, there's Jody. Yeah. Are you sick of me yet? No. no. <laughs> That's not what I was trying to get at. <laughs> no, oh, insecure I know. <laughs> actors, Jesus. No. no, I know, I know what you mean. It's um, it's been a crazy year. Yeah. But lovely, celebratory. You know, it's and yeah. um, I feel like it's important to um, embrace it and be be grateful for it. But yeah, I know what you mean. Is this what you imagined success would feel like? I mean, you were you were successful already before Killing Eve. Yeah. You, were, you were a working actor. Mm -hmm. You were doing fine, well, happy, yeah. I yes. assume. Yeah. Um, but this is another level of success. This doesn't happen very often, as you well know. Um, what's been surprising in the last year? What's kind of like, oh, I didn't anticipate that goes along with? Oh, I think I've just, I've never been a part of a show before that has had as huge a response as, as this has. Yeah. Um, 
Oh God! I mean, does it, the whole... does it affect day to day life right now? I mean, it, do- it doesn't. Of a like it's like this. fine. When you're back into your real life, does it? Yeah, is it really... it's okay. Like if there's anything that's changed remotely, it's like a like a handful more people may approach me in the street or just pull a curious, confused face at me, as if to say, "Is it her?" Right. Um, you know. But other than that, it's it, life is normal and as it was, yeah. which is you know. How you want it to be. I mean, you came in here with 30 people, which I yeah, found a little bit odd. I know. Odd. And they're all literally sat in the room listening. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't. She travels light. <laughs> <laughs> She's basically a one-woman band. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, I, what, what do you remember about, I guess, the first... The, 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 so about a year... When, when, when did the first series debut? Was it about a year ago? Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah, it must have been this time. This time last year. So, exactly, yeah. So what was that first press tour like? I mean, did you have a an A lot inkling? quieter than this one. Yeah. Because this was a word of mouth show. Yeah, of course, and and you know, Fleabag I think had recently come out on the stage, so there was a buzz around Phoebe and uh, Sandra, you know, who's an incredibly respected and well known. Um, and other than that, you know, there wasn't really a telltale sign of what, yeah, you know, what was extra special or unique about the show. So we had a little bit of press, but it wasn't, you know, a, a a tremendous amount whereas this year because there is so much expectation now and and people are you know huge fans of the the show there's been a little bit more of of that which is fun so so setting a foot on the set for season two Mm -hmm. you you have comfort in that you know that people are going to be there waiting to watch it and maybe there's also some quote-unquote pressure expectations nervousness absolutely was there yeah i think so i think when when we started filming series two, season what series season? I always get I told off for saying series. I think, I think it's classier it's to say yeah. no, but I like series. Let's yeah. let's do it your way. Okay, okay. thank you. That's yeah. usually what I do. Yeah, okay. Forget it's everyone else. It's not aluminum in, in this room. In the room. It's aluminium and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> series and schedule. Yes, schedule. Um, so when we when series one yes. was going out in the UK. <laughs> Um, we were filming series two mm-hmm. and, you know, we'd be filming on the street and there would just be crowds of people kind of watching. And that's when we realized the, just kind of the, the size that the show had gotten to. And well, I think as well, because it was fresh in everyone's minds in the UK, yeah. but you've just got to really try and which is easy when you've got you know like eight scripts to learn and you've got a full film schedule it's it's a lot easier to forget about the future and the expectation and yeah. what are people going to think by necessity i've got i have to, to yeah i have <laughs> like, no other choice um which is nice and then obviously when it's time for for the for the air date that's when those feelings kind of yeah. start to creep in but i guess it's like that double edged sword you know of it's it's fantastic to be a part of a show that is that successful, but then there is so much expectation right. and there you feel like there is a bar that needs to be to be met. Right. Do you do you remember like can you pinpoint when the shift happened in terms of like there are eyeballs on this to oh wait, this is like this is kind of becoming a, a major obsession in pop culture right now. Like was there a discernible moment where you were where you realized that? I mean I think for me it was Halloween. <laughs> the costumes came out? Villanelle. When all the Villanelle costumes <laughs> came out and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, I loved it. I was like so kind of taken aback 
Um, but I think that was a huge moment because I was like, whoa, this has kind of turned into an iconic little piece. And it's, you know, and also like the, the fan the art. Fan art, yeah. Because that, that, that struck me too because like, you know, I spoke to Jordan Peele recently and yeah. that's sort of how you realized like Get Out was like, okay, it's a hit, sure. Mm-hmm. But it's like in the consciousness when the people take it in and to then their like, own lives? and then put something out. Yeah. And what I loved as well, there were so many people who like, there was one girl in particular who said like she'd given up drawing and like she was, you know, it's like that moment in your life where, you know, if a teacher might be like, if you're not, they don't, you don't, I don't know, they think you're not as good as it to succeed then sure. you may be told to think of something else and right. she said she'd kind of like stop drawing and then she watched the show and was inspired and and then when and 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 drew and and it was just like it's just so nice to know that you've connected with an audience in that way yeah. and they feel compelled to to like give you something back amazing that it's so special yeah and they were incredible What's the, what's, yeah, exactly. What's, yeah. I saw you posted a bunch of it on yeah. your Instagram, right? I went a bit crazy. <laughs> well, you got excited. It's yeah, exciting. I know. I was like, ah. If, if you get blase about it, that's a bad sign. Yeah. Ugh, another 300 <laughs> paintings of me. Yeah. Whatever. Another portrait. <laughs> Yawn. No, never. They're so brilliant. What's, is there a typical reaction when people, when it clicks in their brain, like, oh, I, I clocked her. I know who she is. Um, are well, they us- wary or are they excited? No, or? well, usually I think that just the thing to do now, isn't it, in this day and age, is like some people don't even say hello. They just Play say, cool. can I have a picture? Oh, I see. You got it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, hello, my name is Trudy. It's good if they even say, can I have a picture? Yeah. Let's be frank. Yeah, no, that's that's actually very, very they true. They just move in right Sometimes that just happens, yeah. I love it when people forget to turn their flash off. That's sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Not so subtle. <laughs> And you're blinded. Yeah. Um, but no, people are usually just, you know, want to speak about the show. And um, But yeah, there are a few people that are maybe a little bit cautious at first. But I like to believe that the majority of people can make the separation of real life. And yeah. The, the ones that can't. Yeah. That's the worries. Although part. recently I did ask, some, someone did ask me to um, to strangle them. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> what was your response? Uh, no. Are you wanted for murder? <laughs> Uh, no, sorry. Thank you, though. <laughs> Look, in 30 years, yeah. if the career hasn't turned out well, you yeah. show up at conventions to murder mm-hmm. people for a price. Yeah. We'll see what happens. <laughs> have you seen any tattoos? Have people tattooed Villanelle? I have, actually. I yeah. Not a Villanelle. Okay. No it's one gonna, has done that no, yet, to my have, disappointment. I'm sure people have done that. You just haven't seen it yet. I'm waiting. Um, <laughs> this no, is where oh I take my off God, my please, shirt no, and I no show you the that. full Villanelle tattoo. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> is, this, is this weird for you? I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god! No, but someone got um, "Sorry, Baby" tattooed onto them. That's pretty cool. It was so cool. But I was just <laughs> like, "You're crazy," but in the best possible way. Like, you know, that's. I mean, I don't know if I love anything enough to get it tattooed on my body. I was just going to ask. What growing up, what, what, was there something you were so obsessed with that, like, on a, one drunken night, you might have ended up with a, a Harry Potter tattoo or something? I or? mean, Spice Girls, maybe. <laughs> I would have really regretted that. Right. I actually, through my teens, I was a huge uh, fan of the band The Kooks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite song was Naive. Mm. And I, <laughs> I had this really bad idea. <laughs> like, through my teens, I was like, I really want the word just naive just on the back of my neck. <laughs> you have to say it like that, too. Yeah. 
Was that the peak at Jody at 16? That was like how serious I was. Yeah, it was like, that would be like so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully, someone smarter in your life said, Jody, that wouldn't be so cool. It's not happening. Speaking of playing it cool, um, I... I can't. Yeah, no, no, I was going to say that. I was at, um, I was like doing like the Golden Globes thing and I went to a couple parties and I saw you at a couple parties from a distance. I didn't approach. I didn't want to show you my full body tattoo yet. Um, but my guess, my question is, were you playing, because now you're getting to go to these cool things and you're like not just invited to the party, you deserve to be at the party. Yeah. So like, have you been able to kind of enjoy being welcomed into this kind of rarefied air, these kind of crazy, like cool parties and stuff. Like, yeah. has that been surreal for you? Yeah. Oh my God. Totally surreal. Yeah. It's just, you always feel out of place. So you're like, why am I here again? Like, yeah. you know, it's just cause it's a new, it's a new thing. What I loved about that was that, you know, we were there for a reason. I don't really go to parties f- for the sake of like show and face or right. like, I, I will go to something if there is a reason for me to be there. Right. Um, and the golden globes was uh, amazing, you know, especially to have, Phoebe and Sandra there who was hosting and, and a lot of the um, the producers and, and the cast and stuff. So it's always nice to be in those those moments because they're the moments where you can kind of relax and celebrate it. Yeah. Um, do you, have you, have you, do you, are you the type of person that go up to people that you're an admirer of or no? No. No. <laughs> I can't. Just because I, I honestly, like, not that there's anything wrong with approaching people, but I know sometimes how... It, it is nice that people do, but I know sometimes how it makes me feel if sure. I'm like in the middle, I don't know if I'm having a bad day or, you know, yeah. something. And sometimes it can, can kind of throw me off right. off kilter. So I don't usually like to, um, just to interrupt. I understand. I don't know, maybe it comes from a place of understanding in a way. Who, who would it be tough to restrain yourself from approaching who who are who are who's on the Mount Rushmore for Jody? Whether it's in acting, is it like a, if it's like Kate Blanchett's across the room? I'm like I'm not going to be able to restrain myself. Well, it's... Dick Van Dyke, I think was at the. Go- <laughs> I no, was you not don't expect understand. that. I was not expecting. <laughs> okay. he, he was at the the. Um, I think it was the Golden Globes, and and that that was a real moment of kind of gasp. Like, <gasps> I wish I could. Right. Um. I used to be, I like musicals were like my life growing up. What kind of, so, yeah. so like everyone, like chit chit. And I actually went to see Chicago last night as well. <laughs> so I'm like reliving this, this kind of moment right now. Um, so yeah, I, um, who else would I really love to meet? Would you be more excited to, to meet Gary Oldman or Lisa Vanderpump? Gary Oldman. Okay, good. I was reading you were into reality a, shows. I was just making sure. I'm all sure. For, a, for, a, for a real housewife, don't get me wrong. But um, no. I liked... No. Good. Okay, Gary good. Oldman. That was your test, because yeah, yeah. you were about to be ejected from my office. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I like watching those shows sure. to, like, kill my brain cells. Yeah. Because um, sometimes <laughs> I feel like you just have to do that. Um, but, yes. Okay, so you mentioned... Oh, this, this is a good segue into uh, Little Jody. You mentioned musical theater. <laughs> yes. So, okay, so early... So you were into... Yeah. Into everything and yeah. anything music? I used to do singing, dance, and drama. Um, were you, you were performing? You were watching? Yeah, were, performing. Yeah. I was... Um, I went to, like, a local drama school where I did, like, an hour of dance, uh, singing and, and um, drama. I used to be a good dancer, actually, but I was I was always quite small and in proportion, and then I went through a growth bit, and now I'm just a bit, like... A bit like all limb. Right. I'm a bit lanky. She's still filling out her body. She's still figuring <laughs> yeah, out what like goes she where. Yeah, she just can't quite, like, <laughs> Her arms know are flailing up. about right now. It's really actually worrisome. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> <laughs> Watch it. Jesus. 
She did that. So it's getting older. I just getting older. I just was more drawn to drama because I I enjoyed it a bit. I enjoyed it a little bit. Um, a bit more, but when I was younger, I was like, you know, when I'm 18, I'm gonna move to mum, I'm moving to London and I'm gonna be on the West End. The mum was like, okay. And then as I got older, I just kind of gravitated more to to drama mm-hmm. and, and sadly my love for musical theatre kind of subsided. It never went. Right. It just You reprioritized. You decided Yeah. But, but now that you've seen Chicago again, yeah. you've got your dancing shoes back on and you're ready to They're on right now. <laughs> I'm ready. Conquer the world. So, so do you sing? Yeah, I'm not bad. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. I'm all right. Okay. You know what I mean? The inevitable musical episode of Killing Eve is now... It's on its way. It's on its way. Spoiler. No, (laughs) I wish. That's season eight. That's when you jump the shark. (laughs) We always said, actually, God, it'd be kind of cool to do a a musical. Kind of feels like like that's the only thing we're missing, is a a song and dance. (laughs) In a weird way, a show like yours could... Kind of do Probably something do that. bizarre like that yeah, and get yeah. away with it somehow. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so so when do you get really serious about acting? Like, when are you like, mom, dad? No, this is for real. This is not a joke. I think it was when I did a radio drama mm-hmm. at home. I got sent for that audition um, by my drama teacher through my secondary school. I was only like twelve, thirteen at the time, though, and I was for like four days recording in Manchester for this radio play. Um, and I just loved it so much. And my mum chaperoned me. And there were other actors of, like, local soap dramas at home. And they were like, you know, if you've enjoyed this so much, you can do this, like, if you're lucky enough, yeah. <laughs> every day. Yeah. And, like, I was like, wow, that just blew my mind. And an actress kindly introduced me to her agent and put me in touch with a photographer to get some headshots taken. And then it all kind of snowballed from there really and my parents have always just been so encouraging they've always took a back seat but I've always was there lit- was there a plan b was like once the last no. time you had you've never had to work other no. jobs you kind of since you were well I worked at a supermarket like through my teens mm. I also worked at a bar um the supermarket was kind of excruciating because um I had been doing odd acting jobs in between that. And I, so I just had this drive and this knowledge of, like, I can do this. Yeah, if you I, could taste it. You, you were, know, you yeah, were there. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, yeah. it still felt so far out of um, out of reach. But Did you bring your characters to work? Did you ever decide to bring one of your, uh, my, your gigs, one of your acting, uh, one of your performances into the supermarket for practice? I didn't. I wish I did now. <laughs> I feel like that's a missed opportunity. Wow. Could have showed them all what one is made of. Right. No, I mean, uh, the supermarket's a tough place. I can imagine. There's a, you know, have you heard of secret shoppers? I've, I've, I know the word secret and shoppers, but not together. What so they mean? used to send secret shoppers in mm-hmm. to, like, analyze you okay. without you knowing. Wow. And then if you did a bad job, they would close off your till. And they would have a little word with you about it. Did that ever happen to you? Yes, it did. Because <laughs> the majority of the time, I did a Saturday and Sunday shift, like yeah. 10 till 4. This was when I was like probably around 16. Mm-hmm. I was out probably both days of that weekend. So nine times out of 10, I was probably hungover. Right. Um, so yeah, it's a tough old world, the, the uh, <laughs> supermarket business. It's built character. Yes, absolutely. It's 
So, <laughs> what, so what's the what's the job that kind of um, is there a quote unquote big break? Is there is there a, a role that felt like um, was a major shift for you? Do you know what? I feel like every job has contributed in some way. I did a, a, a drama in the UK called 13, which was for the BBC. And that was like my first lead role. Right. And it was on that that I learned about not just the importance of like doing, um, you know, your, your work, your acting, but also the um, responsibility that you have leading a cast and, yeah. um, you know, the importance of um, the way you treat the crew, your morale, because I feel like whoever is leading a show, the, their energy is just ripples right through. Um, so I think I learned that from from that job. And then I feel like Killing Eve has, has been a breakout in its own way because I feel like... I don't know. I feel like now people are like, I always say taking me seriously, but I feel like people are kind of paying attention. Yeah. Whereas before I think they weren't really sure who, what I was about or, which is like fine because I, I you know, I'd, I'd been like predominantly in the UK and, and um, you know, uh, all of my work has, has been television. So, right. but I guess now I feel that people have enjoyed and seen something that I've done and, and, um, I know. Yeah. Well, well, not only is it just like the larger platform that more people are seeing it, mm -hmm. but it's like beyond it being a great show, it's, you know, selfishly for you, it's like an amazing audition tape. <laughs> like it shows how many different things you can do. Yeah, I um, guess you're right. It's that. I remember when I first read the script and just thinking, oh God, who, whatever actress gets this is just going to have the most fun, you know, to, to be able to play kind of however many different characters within six a six-month period is such a luxury and sure. keeps it fresh for me and, and challenges me in ways in which um, I haven't been challenged before. I think you're, you're right. That's what's so unique about this character is it feels like many all tied into one. Did you have a, 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 like a read on her from day one? Did you, even from the audition or from the first day on set, did it feel like there was anything that was like reverberating in your brain, like a, a secret way into this character that no. like a, a guiding principle? No. Honestly, I felt like I was like fumbling my way through till like midway. Um, I'm, I, I know I'm very lucky and grateful that Phoebe was on set for a lot of the start of the show. And, she really encouraged me to take risks and also challenged me in a way of I may have been playing a certain emotional and she would f tell me to flip it completely on its head, right. which would sometimes throw my instinct out the window and I'd have to kind of find my way. But when I did, I, I and, and it all started to click. Everything made sense a little bit more and then then I felt like I started to find her. And then Phoebe said, as she, you know, she could see me becoming more comfortable and she would watch the rushes back and see takes and see things that uh, I was doing, choices I was making, and then she would then incorporate them into the, the later episodes. So honestly, like until midway through, I felt like I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Which sounds crazy because you're like, that's halfway through a project and you're on television saying, you know, saying that you don't. Well, it means your instincts you are right, know. clearly, even if you didn't yeah. maybe intellectualize what you were doing. Yeah, I think as well, just the tone of the show was very new to me. I'd only ever done... Well, it's new to everybody. Yeah. <laughs> it's not... And yeah, it that's was, what makes it so special. It's kind of like having trust in it and and um, and just daring to to push moments and, yeah. and take risks, I think, is ultimately what I learned on 
on this job in particular. I, I know like the, the stock question for you uh, is, is kind of like, why do we love this character? Like why mm. are people connecting with her? Yeah. I, I don't really have an answer. I don't yeah. know if you have a stock answer at this point or something you actually believe because it does feel like there's a, some weird wish fulfillment that like yeah. we obviously don't want to kill people, but we do like want to live life without consequence. Of or, that's or, exactly what it is. There, there, there is a, a fearlessness within her and that lack of consequence. She is so free. Yeah. You know, you, you know, if you just don't think about the awful, horrific things that she does for one second. Right. Um, I think there's something really admirable about that and also something that is extremely attractive. I feel like when I meet people within my own life who are so comfortable within their own skin, right. you cannot be, you cannot help but be drawn to them. Yes. Um, I also feel as though um, she is relatable sometimes. She makes decisions and sometimes they are awful, but you see why she did it. Yeah. Um. And I, th I just, I love, honest to God, I just love her. Um, I, I, I know you do, and I love that because yeah. I've, 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 I've heard you talk about this, and I, I appreciate any actor that's like openly like <laughs> as much of a fan of their own show <laughs> as like other people. It's like it reminds me, like to name drop, like I, I I've done a bunch of like Sam Jackson. Yeah. Sam Jackson, like is the biggest fan of Sam Jackson movies. Yeah, like, good for him. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just, like, it's cool. It's okay to be a fan of the work. Well, you're I not think being I, egotistical. You're, just, you're still a fan of fun stuff. Cool yeah, stuff. and I think I have so much fun playing it. Yeah. You know, there was moments of, like, um, you know, like, the, the silly things of, like, where she shouts, take me to the hall. I remember before I was doing it. I, by this point, I got to a point where I just didn't care. Right. You know, I was, like, and I remember when crew came in for a rehearsal and I just belted it out and screamed <laughs> it and like all you know it was just like Jodie at the start of the of the show would have really held back and not and been worrying about this moment that is really out there and sure. crazy and and how far do I push it and how how you know where do I need to rein it in and Jodie at the end of the series was you know kind of out there Blazing glory, ready to take it all on. Mm. Um, and I noticed that shift within myself. Um, but I think that also comes from a trust within um, a director. Like, I've spoke a lot about this lately because everyone's like, how do you find the balance? Yeah. And it's something that within the moment you can't really judge um, or think about, I don't think. And I think um, Damon Thomas in particular... Um, is incredible about like he's just so brilliant at creating a safe space and right. in um you know making you feel okay to make um silly bold choices and yeah. if you fall flat on your face it's fine we just won't speak about it exactly <laughs> you trust about, that yeah. will, that won't end up in the final yeah part. exactly no that well that's the other thing editing is another huge part of of performance isn't it yeah now do you, i mean how do you kind of rationalize what's been like this this crazy year like mm -hmm. in that like Two years ago, if I was speaking to you, again, you're working, you're in a, in a bunch of different series, um, but, like, now you're, you're like, hailed as, like, the next whatever. Mm. And, like, are you a better actor than you were two years ago, or is it simply the opportunity is now there? Did you get the, 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 the right opportunity? It's, it's hard to judge because I think you're always growing and learning, but I just feel like I've always known I've had it in me. There's been so many roles that I've gone for and, and 
for the for right reasons I've not got them but I've always believed that I could you know because some people see Villanelle me play Villanelle and they're like I just would never have thought it and I'm like but that you're right in saying that's because the opportunity hasn't yeah came across for me to to show the it the nature so of your business of is someone needs to take a chance exactly or people need to see it to believe it yeah you know like it's very rare that someone will people will see someone do something and then because they've seen you do that, they will then offer you another role, which yeah. is kind of the exact same thing. Um, well, that's the good news about this role is it's going to be very hard for you to be typecast because yeah, I hope so. there aren't many <laughs> people like this. I feel like I've yeah. seen it on, on screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like she, because a lot of people would say, oh, you know, did you watch any other assassin movies or base her on anyone? And I was like, no, I couldn't. I didn't, I didn't feel like I could because I felt like she was in her own yeah. kind of, league like there was, she, yeah. she wasn't like anyone I'd, I'd i'd read before when you when it's a a day on set and you look at the sides are you more excited about a day where there's a kill involved yes. or a bunch of eating involved the kills <laughs> the eating i Less love nausea. Eat. i love eating this is what like, i've heard don't get me wrong like well i can vouch for that <laughs> um i love eating but we're we talking just generally eating and yeah life? just life no, well, like who, makes me who so... would say like i'm not a big fan of eating no but what i also enjoy about doing that on screen is my biggest pet peeve is like you know when you're watching a show or a film and there's like an the actress nibbling. flicking a pee yeah, around yeah. the plate or an actor like and, and and then i get so drawn into the fact that they're avoiding eating the food <laughs> that i can't concentrate <laughs> on the scene yeah. You know what I mean? Like food is something we enjoy in life. And I feel that when, when Killian Eve come out, everyone was like, she's eaten so much. And it's like, well, no, she's probably no, she's eating. Just eating. She's just eating like a normal person <laughs> would, but yeah. we don't really it. enjoy it or see it on camera. Yeah. Um, you're, the, you're the Brad Pitt school of eating. Have you seen all the, how Brad Pitt <laughs> yeah, loves to eat on camera? Yeah. I've, yeah. <laughs> well, there's something also very kind of just natural about, I mean, it's hard because like, we had a scene in series two with pasta and I was eating pasta um, from like nine o'clock in the morning until 6 p.m. Yeah, that can take a toll. Yeah, <laughs> it was grim. <laughs> it was really, really grim. Yeah, um, get the stretcher out for Jody. she needs a few. Yeah, it, w- it, was, <laughs> it was so bad. Um, but the kills, mm. on the other hand... There's no like, consequence, except no, for your psychiatrist years ex- down the road. This really. so exciting also because we have this luxury now where we have these incredible actors who want to come in to the series just for a couple of episodes yeah and they want to die (laughs) and you know i get to do your thing i have that honor yeah um so i i always find that i'm in you know I, I meet these people for like such brief amounts of time, but we get to do this kind of crazy, you know, whatever the the storyline may be. Yeah. It's um, it's a lot of fun, and I think as well what we've tried to um, continue within the second series is that the kills aren't predictable. You know, right. there's always something surprising, and um, I think that's why they're enjoyable. Are you still living at home, Jordan? Yes. Yes. No, I don't. I didn't mean to sound judgy. <laughs> You did. Yeah. I, I felt did. judged. Well, no. Look, if you're happy. <laughs> I'm so happy. Then Look good. at me. She's happy, so guys. Happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. No, listen. I'm at this point now in my life where there's just not enough room for me in, in, 
in the house because <laughs> but ma- mainly because I spend so much time away that I, I'm like a hoarder and I like to collect things and then and then I bring all my stuff back to my room and then I pack a bag and then I leave again. Right. Um, so I'm just at a, a, a part of my life where I'm like, I wouldn't want to buy a house in Liverpool because I live with my parents in Liverpool. And if I was in Liverpool, that's the only place I would want to be. Sure, that makes sense. Um, I like London. I don't love it. Okay. But that makes... Sorry. <laughs> just it's like a therapy session. <laughs> this, Continue, but, please. Yeah. <laughs> I like London. I don't love it, but that makes the most sense. Right. So at the minute, I'm just not... I'm just kind of floating around. I'm just going to wait and see what the world... What's what the universe the, offers up. LA, New York? No, not LA. No. Good, good answer. No. Yeah. I like New York. Come here. You can do song and dance. I know, but that's a long way from home. It's not that far. You'll be fine. Yeah, no, I'm sure I would be fine, but I'm going to say, I've said I'm going to see like the next couple of years okay. where, I'm, where I'm kind of drawn to and then, yeah. and then I'll make a decision. So you're, needless to say, at, at a very exciting time where not only is there also attention on Killing Eve, but you're starting to reap the rewards and getting to do other exciting things. Yes. You're going to be working uh, with uh, Sean Levy, mm-hmm. very sweet guy. He's like the nicest human being on the planet. He kind of is. Isn't kind he of though, a, really? Like no, when you meet him, you're, you're like, like, oh, this is, yeah. he's great. Yeah. He's, 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 a, he's a cool good, cool dude. And uh, and Ryan Reynolds is all right, too, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, he's lovely. Um, is, is this going to be like your first film? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. It is. It's it's mad because it's again like something you say and like I've always I've wanted to do it for so long and believe that I could, but it's never right. never happened. And I always felt that like when I had the opportunity to, I'd probably like, you know, be coming into a scene and asking for a coffee and then making a swift exit. And right. so to have this opportunity and to work with, with Sean and, and, and Ryan and have a character that is again so colorful and dynamic and and has such a huge um part of of this story is it's going to be a whole new experience for me you know which i'm i'm super excited anxious nervous and sounds like a high concept kind of crazy thing yeah. the video game world real world yeah so there's like two versions of her there's millie in the real world and molotov the avatar in the game is a total contrast to who she is which i think is a big reflection of of the way we are now as a society you know with social media and and you know, who we kind of portray ourselves as and sure. Yeah. Getting uh, deep now. Yeah, no, I like it. Super I like it. Deep. <laughs> who is the Jody on <laughs> Twitter? Oh, I'm not very good on Twitter. I do a lot of retweeting and shameless self promotion actually. <laughs> I just I do it's such a hard, it's such a hard it's such a hard balance because I I always get really annoyed when like people are like posting what they had for breakfast and right. you know it's the balance of what what are people actually interested in in listening to yeah. or you know hearing and what is too much Never and also enough. just not we need to know every little nitty gritty <laughs> each bowl of pasta you consume in the next season as you're going maybe that'll keep you keep you alive yeah yeah hey guys I'm suffering for you yes but tw- Twitter's a there's so much opinion on Twitter. Yeah. I found, I've learned the hard way. I really Are have. Are you thin-skinned, or does it? Box? No, but I, I will like. I will go out of my way to find something negative about yeah. myself. Like I, that's the type of person I am. You yeah. know, I'm like, why am I doing this? Oh no, I'm already here, and look at this awful, <laughs> look at this awful tweet. Like right. that's that's the the that's what I have been known to do. Um, uh, so I I try and you know. Took a step back Everything from in moderation. 
Yeah. Uh, what accent do you get to adopt for the new role? Do you get to do an American? How's your... Yeah, American. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What version of American? What, uh, just a general American. Just flat Kardashian American, <laughs> yeah. basically. Basically, yeah. I've, I've modeled it on Kim. <laughs> no, that would be... Um, yeah, so no, that's exciting. And is, is, the, uh, is the Kenneth Branagh thing happening? Do we know where that's no, at? No, it's Definitely. not, sadly. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, You're because of conflicts of yeah schedule, which is... I'm gutted, but um, yeah, that kind of came out before anything had been like... Got it set in stone and then I have that awkward thing of like no actually I'm not I'm not in it anymore <laughs> Look, these are good problems to have yes no absolutely absolutely um, well good luck with season, uh, series two I almost said season two like an ugly American oh, like a disgusting yeah, heathen that, that was, I am yeah I couldn't I, believe that I'm sorry good luck with series two I've seen the first two episodes they're thank excellent oh thank you uh, I can't wait to check out the rest we know season series three I did it again Jody. <laughs> bro get off the stage <laughs> What? Where did that come from? Is that's that actually, your actual voice? It's actually that, that's off, your real voice? Um, is it Mean Girls? <laughs> What's up? I think it's off Mean Girls. Oh, really? Yeah, I just quoted Mean Girls right there. <laughs> Very clever. Have, have you seen the Mean Girls musical? I haven't. It's good. I've seen it. I recommend it. I should check that out while I'm here. Yeah, look, look to me for all your musical theater recommendations. <laughs> uh, and uh, good luck uh, escaping the house uh, at home. I, look, I'm happy if you're happy. I just want yeah. you to be happy. That's all I want. I, honestly, you. I am. It's good. like the best place for me to be. There you go. And my mom is the most insane cock. So <laughs> that's the. Let's be honest. That's the main. Yeah, that's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. to be well fed. Being fed well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it's good to get to know you today, Jody. You too. Uh, and uh, I'll see you at the theater. Yes. See you at the theater. See you in Mean Girls. <laughs> See you in Mean Girls. Thank you. We did it. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. <laughs>